with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. Governor Kim Reynolds signed an extension Thursday of the proclamation relating to the weight limits and transportation of grain, fertilizer, and manure. The proclamation is effective immediately, continues through December 11th. The proclamation allows vehicles transporting corn, soybeans, hay, straw, stover, fertilizer, and manure to be overweight without a permit. Iowa Congressman Randy Feenstra says he remains hopeful Congress will act on a new farm bill before the end of the year. Feinster and some colleagues sent a letter to House Speaker Mike Johnson urging action on the measure, what could end up being the first trillion-dollar farm bill. Feinstra also spoke with Pennsylvania Congressman G.T. Thompson, chair of the House Ag Committee. Regarding the need to act, Feinstra says the bill's critical components are hanging in the balance. We have to open new export markets. We've got to strengthen crop insurance. We've got to fight foreign animal disease. I mean, these are some big things. Ban China from buying our farmland. So this farm bill is critical, and we've got to get it passed. So we're trying to figure out any way that we could try to get it done late December yet, but it sounds like it might tip into January. So we might have to do a two- or three-month CR on this. A CR is a continuing resolution or a stopgap measure that extends the deadline. Feenstra, Republican from Hall, says the flap over the House Speaker's position delayed work on the farm bill and other important issues. We did no work for three weeks. Uh, we haven't. We didn't pass any budget bills. So that's taking forefront right now, is doing all uh, the budget appropriation bills, trying to create a budget that was due September 30 that we haven't got to yet. So that's all the floor time. That's all that we're doing debating right now, which is unfortunate. Feenstra says a one-year extension of the 2018 farm bill, which expired in late September, would be harmful to Iowa farmers and to certain programs. Our farmers need certainty. They need certainty in the programs. I mean, a lot of these programs have all lasted September 30. I'm just fearful that, you know, if we go another year with some of the old uh, programs, that that's going to be a problem. You know, I, I really think about what, what's happening in fighting foreign animal disease. I mean, we cannot have African swine fever get into our hog, uh, our, our hog production. Last week, Iowa Congressman Zach Nunn expressed confidence the House would avoid a one-year extension of the old farm bill. Wednesday afternoon, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 74-year-old Dennis McVeigh of Radcliffe on a Hardin County warrant for the charge of assault with the intent to commit sexual abuse, no injury. If convicted, McVeigh could be sentenced for up to two years in prison and be fined at least $855.00. McVeigh is being held at the Hardin County Jail. Three people were transported to the hospital following a two-vehicle accident Wednesday at 7.55 a.m. at the intersection of Mallard Avenue and 140th Street southwest of Hampton. Franklin County Sheriff's Department says 21-year-old Johnny Alexander Reyes Sanchez of Hampton was driving westbound on 140th Street in a 2005 Jeep a Cherokee SUV while at the same time, 38-year-old Luis Alberto Valles Garcia of Iowa Falls was driving northbound on Mallard Avenue in a 2022 Dodge Ram pickup truck pulling an enclosed trailer. Garcia stopped at the posted stop sign on Mallard Avenue, then proceeded to enter the intersection with 140th Street when his vehicle struck the front driver's side door of the Sanchez vehicle. This caused the Jeep driven by Sanchez to flip over and come to rest in an upright position in the northwest ditch of the intersection, the Garcia pickup flipped over and came to rest upside down on its roof with a trailer on its side. 
Garcia and two passengers in his vehicle were taken to Franklin General Hospital for treatment of unknown injuries. Both vehicles were destroyed, causing a combined total of $57,000 in damage. The Clarksville City Council this week formally accepted the resignation of Council Member Wendy Brooks. In other business, the Clarksville Council tabled action on the city's health insurance plan until the next meeting. Three open houses have been scheduled to give the public the opportunity to learn about the draft North Iowa Corridor Joint Comprehensive Plan. The plan lays out the visions, goals, and priorities for the North Iowa Corridor. Development, transportation, parks, and facilities are all things envisioned in the plan draft. The North Iowa Corridor, or Clear Lake, Mason City, and the unincorporated areas of Cerro Gordo County have been working together for the past year preparing a new comprehensive plan. The first open house will be held Monday from noon until 1 p.m. at the Cerro Gordo County Courthouse. The second on the 13th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. will be held at Nyacog, both in Mason City. The final open house scheduled for Tuesday from 4.30 to 6 p.m. at the Clear Lake Wellness Center. Mercy One North Iowa Hospice Care will host its annual Tree of Life event on Thursday, December 14th at Music Man Square in Mason City. Hospice officials say lights on the trees serve as a symbol of the love and memories we cherish. The program will feature the Tree of Life lighting and recognition of loved ones to be remembered and honored. To request a name to be included in the program, you're asked to mail your donation along with the name of the loved one you wish to remember or honor to Mercy One North Iowa Hospice Care. That's at 232 2nd Street Southeast in Mason City. The zip code's 50401 or by calling this number at 641-428-6208. Again, 641-428-6208. Names must be received by December 4th to be included in the December 14th program. All donations will receive a holiday ornament in the mail. Thursday, the Clarion Goldfield Dallas School Board approved the instructional support levy for five years at not greater than 10% to be split evenly between property tax and income surtax. In other business, the CGD Board approved the superintendent forming an ad hoc study committee to look at building an auditorium. During the Iowa Valley Community College District Board of Directors meeting this week, Abigail Pelzer was sworn in as the new board secretary. She will also serve as the assistant to the president. The IV CCD board also welcomed incoming representative Amber Danielson, who will be sworn in at the December meeting. There will be a reception for outgoing director Jackie Pippen of Marshalltown Prior to the December board meeting, she has served on the board of directors since December of 2021. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Lori Reynolds, who is with the suicide prevention team with the VA Central Iowa Healthcare System based out of Des Moines. With Veterans Day being observed uh, Saturday, Reynolds will talk about how veterans can help find, or find help in times, I should say, of crisis and dealing with anxiety. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs today following the new news here on 104.9 KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 56 and the low of 28. For Radio On The Go News, 
Brian Fincher reporting.